Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Stuffed. Thanksgiving Will Never Be the Same by Robert Davis. Picture this. It's Thanksgiving Day, the parade is over, the dog show's done, and there's two hours until dinner. How about you dig into some cocktail shrimp and pop this episode on for your weirdo right-wing cousins? Welcome back to Let's Stop There. This week, we are reading Stuffed. Thanksgiving will never be the same. Oh, wait. I'm supposed to say my name first. Yeah, fuck it. I'm Austin Hanna. Hey, Shane Burklow. (laughs) This week. Woo. Sorry. Sorry, folks. We're reading Stuffed. Thanksgiving will never be the same by Robert Davis. I'm already in my sleepy Thanksgiving lull. All right. I'm not thinking straight. And, uh, well, now I'm all discombobulated. What's up? Well, fuck that. Let's just forget. Forget this podcast. What are you guys up to? You ready for Thanksgiving? You hungry? No? No response at all? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nothing? yeah. I thought Ganesh was going to go. Then I thought you were going to go. Then I thought I was going to go. I, was, I asked the question. So it was oh, only two right. of you. I thought he would say something and you would say something. This one's starting off hot. Jeez Louise. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, you sound good. What are you guys doing? You traveling? Can we start the whole thing over? You want to start? The vibe is off, dude. <laughs> It's fine. We this power through. This is a stop. Want to start and over? Delete. Yeah. This is a let's stop. We're not stopping and deleting. I'm keeping it. Hello. Welcome back to Let's Stop There. My name is Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Shane, Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called Stuff Thanksgiving Will Never Be the Same by Robert Davis. <laughs> hey, it's Thanksgiving time. You guys hungry? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> You feeling hungry? You hungry? Yeah. Outgoing? You know what? Starving. Huh? Good. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? <laughs> you got big plans? You traveling anywhere? Any which way? Where are you going? Can you see where are you going, huh? What is this thing you're doing? I'm hosting the show. <laughs> is that all right? <laughs> you want me to start again? <clears throat> okay. Me, 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 me. No, no. Hey. I don't, I don't want to say my name. Welcome to Let's Stop anymore. There. I'm Austin Hannah. And this week we're reading a book. Let's roll with it. All right. Golly. Ganesha yeah, I'm hungry, and I'm excited for hey, Thanksgiving. No, wait, this week it's Thanksgiving. Are you guys feeling hungry? You yeah. hungry? What are yeah, you I'm hungry? <laughs> okay, what are you guys? Sorry. Let's just let's I just want, have a let's have a vibe pie. reset. You want pie? Okay, well, <laughs> that's a good way to get this going. What kind of pie you like? Favorite pies? Oh, favorite key lime. Key lime for Thanksgiving. Okay. That's not for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh. It's just favorite. All uh, right. Favorite Thanksgiving pie. Oh, pumpkin. I like a key lime. <laughs> this is starting too hot. All the dedicated screen rant readers who just found us in the wild are like, these dudes are too into themselves. We got to take it down a notch. <sighs> You're steering the ship here. This is. Yeah. You got to lead us, us to the promised land. I'm stirring the ship into the rocks. I've hit the green room hard. I have a Negroni tonight. Oh, my. Whoa. It's election night. So that means we're uh, Shane's drinking. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, cares. Goodbye, country. Goodbye, we're democracy. Not, we're not. Goodbye. We don't have any windows open. We're not looking at the news. I had a window open. I blocked Twitter on my phone today. That's how I was been so not looking forward to election day because it's just a stressful. I like do this shit to myself where I just read Twitter all day long. The ebbs and flows. Like, oh, there's a lot of turnout in Michigan today. Like, oh, I can, what the fuck do I do with that information? <laughs> I read that. I'm like, oh, the lines around the block in Michigan. Okay, well, great. <laughs> is that good? Or is I don't, that is it good or bad? Who are they? Are they wearing, wearing white hoods? What are these people? <laughs> so I see that. And it's like the exit polls say, uh, you know, mandatory abortions for everybody. It's like, well, that sounds good. Yeah, cool. so we're all stressed out here. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's a, I'm glad that you guys picked a book called Stuffed. I'm stuffed. I'm stuffed to the gills of 
uh, being sick of this sh- shit with news. Enough with news. The news. So anyway, yeah, this morning I blocked. I went to my phone and I went to the wellness app, the digital wellness app, which I've never mm. used once in my life because I don't care about digital wellness. <laughs> but today I was like, I'm blocking Twitter. Now Twitter is grayed out on my phone. If I click on it, it's like, no. What you happens? No to, like if you you're no Twitter. like on a different social media app. And it's, there's a link to a tweet. Can you see that tweet? No, it doesn't. It opens in a browser, which is, that's how I was fiending. I was opening tweets in the browser earlier. That's how oh, bad it got. I was like, let me just take a little hit. I was like, I won't dive deep into my timeline, but I'll just see what Dave Wasserman's saying about the fucking <laughs> no. lecture. Oh, Jesus. No. See your guy? We got all kinds of guys. We got Wasserman. We got Cone. We got Nate Silver if you're feeling really uh, no. nasty, feeling disgusting. Uh, I, I don't no, think no. he's on Twitter anymore. I think he, he oh, decided no. to bow he, out. R-U-N-N-O-F-T. He's, well, I can't spell. What was that? Run off. Oh, he was run off Twitter? <laughs> no, he ran himself off because he made stupid guesses. I think he comes back every He's day. back. He was posting today. I saw it. Anyway, that's my problem. 2016 was a nightmare, obviously, for a lot of reasons. But the big reason was it was just hanging on every word of news and it just getting worse and worse. Staying up later and later, hoping it got better. That was bad. And then 2020 with Biden, that started off really bad. I was like, this is this happening again. And then I went to bed and woke up. Birds were chirping. Birds are chirping. Sun was shining. Had the windows open. People were partying out in the street. We had a. Well, that was days that later. That was days later. I remember the like week long limbo where like Those you kind of knew days. Biden win, but like nobody was willing to I say it. Think it felt I, like one really long day. I don't think I left my couch. I was just staring like mindlessly at the fucking. TV. I just remember laying in, but this is like prime libs of TikTok material. Somebody's going to cut this out and make fun of me. But I remember laying in bed the night of the 2020 election thinking Trump had won again and being like, we have to move. <laughs> we have to, we got to get out of here. And then I woke up and Biden was president. I was like, all right, we bought four years. We got four years to figure this shit out. Two years later, not looking so hot to me. But, you know, I don't want to get political. You guys hungry? <laughs> hungry. <laughs> me hungry. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Side. Oh, stuffing or dressing. I call it stuffing. Classic. Ganesh, what's Thanksgiving like at your home? I'm sure I've asked you this before. Wow. That's an interesting question. Are you just asking me that because I'm a little bit different? No, because your parents are vegetarian. That's why. Because <laughs> they're vegetarian and also Indian. Do you guys do turkey and stuffing? No, dude. I knew it. That's why I asked. When I was growing up, we'd all get together at someone's house and it would be a big uh, potluck of Indian food. Mm. And the adults would have alcohol. The kids would try to steal a bottle. Oh, the kids being you specifically. That sounds fun. So what, like, I will ask this as respectfully as possible. Okay. When is the first time you had, like, a traditional American style Thanksgiving meal? As when you had, like, a your wife? You met your wife? Yeah, when, a, I, when I started dating Kathleen. So you were, like, old before you had, like. That was in college, yeah. So you had you had gravy as an adult for the first time? <laughs> no, he had no, gravy I before gravy that. Before been, that. Man's been to KFC. No, Come thanks, on. Thanksgiving gravy's different. It does, hit, little, it does hit different. So what do you think? It's not as good. It sucks. When you had your first taste of a, uh, white people Thanksgiving, what did yeah. you think? Well, I mean, her family goes really hard for Thanksgiving. I and I found do. out it was, one, primarily just a big excuse to get very drunk, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's but also they, they have not just like I was expecting maybe like a handful of sides, like maybe four no, brother five no. sides. No, it's like ten <laughs> sides. On, it's Thanksgiving. Multiple. Dude. You got mashed potatoes, but then you also got what about apps? sweet potato casseroles. I'm like, yeah. damn, there's two uh, different always... types of potato. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, you certainly you'd had sweet potato before that in your life. Not a sweet potato casserole with like marshmallow on top. It's yeah. a weird thing. It's, it's weird. good. It's good. It's shit, really dude. good. My mom puts like pecans in it. it's like a little crunch what do you think of green bean casserole because that good is shit dude broccoli casserole all casseroles are good stuff yeah i think i'm a green bean casserole slash dressing stuffing person yeah yeah i like don't, that i don't care for the cranberry i don't even know what it is like it's like a cranberry sauce sauce or a jelly it's or like, something. Kind of like a gelatin a little well bit. you could do canned or you could do fresh and it's a dealer's choice people usually have both I like cranberry. My family has never been a cranberry sauce family at Thanksgiving. I think it's very good on sandwich. a day after sandwich. Yeah. I'd eat a big spoonful of it. I don't care. What about you guys do apps? You do. You always have like 
Oh yeah, they do. They got like cheese plates out and shit. They Deviled got eggs, little, mm-hmm. pickled okra, pickled okra. That's off my radar. That sounds good though. It's good stuff, man. Invite me to Thanksgiving with them. Come on, come on. There come it is. On. But we're not going this year. This is uh, the first year because the baby. Because the baby, it could be here any day. So, so you're doing just the two of you Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're going to cook a little something. I don't think we're going to do a turkey because I don't think our oven is big enough for a turkey. Do a yeah, don't, don't do it. When it was COVID time and we had a, we did Thanksgiving here, we slow cooked a bunch of short rib. Much That's better. what I was thinking. My thought was, okay, short rib. But then because it's a set it and forget it, you can also do another protein. I was thinking maybe like a duck confit. Ooh, perhaps. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Confit duck legs, I think, would be really good. Yeah. That sounds good. I'd eat that. Invite me over. And then some sides, like some, I don't know, maybe like a traditional mashed potato. You got to have a mashed potato. And that would go really good with a short rib, too. Yeah. Why don't oh, you try your yeah. hand at a sweet potato casserole? The fear is that we don't want to make anything that's too close to what Kathleen's mom makes because it's not going to be as good. And then it'll just kind of be a disappointment. So we were going to go totally different. Hmm. Okay. Fair. Well, that sounds nice. I'm going to go see my mom and do a big old traditional Thanksgiving. Eat some turkey. Not you help out? Of, not a, uh, no. You set the my, table? Uh, you do yeah, the dishes? Maybe. Nah. <laughs> I'm on vacation there, bro. I don't live there. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds bad. My mom does not want me to. She like gets mad when I'm even approach the kitchen or like I'm around. I couldn't help if I wanted to. And don't get me wrong. I'm happy to not help. But. If I'm even like remotely near her operation, she's like, get out of here. So, no. You watch football with your pops? He puts football on, but I don't really. What am I going to watch? The Washington Commanders? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's on, but I don't really care. I do like, we do the parade, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, a classic. Oh, yeah. And then it Love leads it. over to the dog show. Everybody loves a dog show. That's nap time for me. Not a dog show guy. But maybe I'll stick around this year for the dog show. As long as Claire doesn't win again. God, that fucking Claire. Send her to the pound already. Shane, what are you doing? You going out of town? Yeah. Yeah. Going on the family visit circuit. In Virginia? To your family? Yeah. All right. You going to bring a dish? No, I think my family's just doing like lobster and shrimp. Lobster and like shrimp. A, or like a crab boil or something. No turkey? No, because we're going to go like the day after. Oh, okay. Post Thanksgiving crap oil. <laughs> Classic. All right. Sounds like we all got big plans. I'm looking forward to it. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, we've decided to read a book called Stuffed. Thanksgiving Will Never Be the Same by Robert Davis. Ganesh, do you have a synopsis on hand for this book? Yeah. When you told me the name of it, I looked it up and I found out that there's unsurprisingly quite a few eroticas also named stuffed that are Uh-oh. thanksgiving themed this isn't bad is it this is i don't not- want I, I don't want any sex in my thanksgiving this it's is a purely sexless holiday is my opinion if i had to rank the holidays by erotic nature uh it's probably towards the bottom of the list what's number one saint patrick's day uh i'd say the fourth oh, of july valentine's day probably is the easy oh, valentine's one no way, day? Dude. Oh. but if we're talking about okay i mean let's take valentine's day out of the equation because that's just purely it's that's what you expect out of it so you're We're saying talking, Valentine's Day is just, for you, it's just pure sex. I weirdly say yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't put words in my mouth, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm going sexiness of holiday, weirdly, I think number one might be Christmas, which sounds fucked up, but I agree. It's pretty sexy. The candy cane stripe is, is sexy, dude. The mistletoe. Ooh. For, I think it goes Christmas for whatever reason. Fourth of July. Fourth of July is pretty sexy. Hot and Halloween. sweaty. Halloween's pretty sexy, too. Yeah, for sure. Then, you know, down the line, Flag Day, (laughs) Arbor Day, (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and then Thanksgiving at the bottom of the list. Everybody's too full. Nobody's fucking on Thanksgiving, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, Thanksgiving will never be the same. (laughs) Stuffed a novel. Tom wasn't the only turkey to get roasted on Thanksgiving in 1955 when the small town of Bobsville experiences its first homicide. Ooh, it's a a period piece. Bobsville? Wait, what year? 1955? Oh, yeah. Like October Sky. Wow. Okay. More like Back to the Future. Since childhood, Slater Jones had been coddled and enabled by family, friends, and townsfolk 
Through the years, his habit of using people as shortcuts has morphed into a dysfunctional condition, limiting his ability to do things for himself. To that point, in high school, Slater was voted most likely to succeed without ever trying. He knows no other way of life until a malicious lie snowballs into a series of lies to become the straw that breaks the turkey's back. Oh, boy. All right. Five individuals with oh, different agendas unite more. to make Slater the entree to a revenge scheme meant to teach him a lesson. But their well-intentioned message turns into a disaster. For the first time in his life, Slater is challenged to fend for himself and survive. Well, I think with how we do this show, we're going to get all the details and it's going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. We're going to understand not, their scheme. We're not going to miss a single beat. We're going to get every single important thing that happens here. Can't wait. All right. You ready to jump in? Yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. I'm 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 hungry. I'm hungry. Hungry for this book. Let's go. We're going to jump in. We'll be right back with Stuffed Thanksgiving Will Never Be the Same by Robert Bobby Davis. Alrighty, we are back with Stuffed. Thanksgiving Will Never Be the Same by Robert Davis. Just in time for Thanksgiving. When's this coming out? Just in time for Thanksgiving. You might be listening to this around the table with your family. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Guys, I have the best thing to put on while we eat. That's all, you know what? Yeah. Skip the awkward conversations and the political arguments. Put on an episode of Let's Stop There and see how people react. <laughs> they say we're the most <laughs> lovable hosts in all of podcasting. Mm-hmm. They're going to love the podcast where I said I was trying to leave the country the second I thought Trump was going to win a second <laughs> before even the returns came in. All right. Uh, hey, you ready? Dad, you know that new sound you were looking for? Well, listen <laughs> to I this. Found it. Yeah. Okay. Get this. It's three 34-year-old men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what people are looking for. That's the podcaster's demo. It worked for Blink-182. It did. Yeah, what the hell? Blake Manny 2 is selling out Madison Square Garden. We're still petering around here in our bedrooms. We should be. We need that. My dad wrote a porno money. Let's get us on the big stage. Well, someone should talk to their dad, okay? Dad, write a porno real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I want to read it. One time, I think I've said this on the show before, years ago, my boss, like he knows about my podcast, and he was like, my brother wrote a book. It's really bad. You should read it. I was like, that seems like a bad idea for me to make fun of my brother, my my boss's brother on the podcast. I was like, no. We had a couple of those requests where it was like a read, family yeah. member or somebody. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is like. I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, it's like we know you. I know, That's yeah. Not funny. I don't like mixing this with real life. Yeah, this is pleasure. Real life is business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all business in real life. You wouldn't even know I've, I have a podcast in real life. All right. Oh, let's never, read this book. Never talk about it. Never. I honestly, it's embarrassing to say I have a podcast. <laughs> Is it not? You introduce yourself. Hey, I got a podcast. When people ask me about it, I'm like, let's not talk about this. Do you say let's stop there and then no, let's wink stop out. right there? Okay. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk about that. All right. You ready? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that with a you. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to my agent. Okay. Set up a press inquiry. This is not <laughs> inquiry. inquiry. That's the word, right? Yeah. All right, let's get let's get going with chapter yeah, one, Jesus. page one. Time's a ticking here, folks. We the got Thanksgiving, people. The Thanksgiving dinner is getting cold. Yeah, yada yada. I got to check out Steve Kornacki in five minutes. So uh-huh. you guys got to keep it moving. Nineteen fifty-eight Thanksgiving Eve. Here we go. Thank you. As soon as Elizabeth opened the restaurant door, she was hit with a mouth-watering aroma and apprehension. She admired oil paintings of the Golden Gate Bridge, Fisherman's Wharf, and other San Francisco tourist attractions hanging on the lobby walls. What kind of paintings? Oh, oh. Texas tea. Okay, I gotta make. We gotta checking. come up with a list of all the words Ganesh says weird. There's a bunch that when I hear them, I'm like, oh yeah, you say that like that. Oil, tarlet, tarlet. There's a couple. Mr. B's was mainly patronized by rich, famous, and well-connected clientele, not a 28-year-old underpaid city librarian who was more apt to eat at Doggy Diner. Tell me more. Can I tell you a funny story? I don't think I've ever told the story in the podcast, but it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. When I was a kid, my grandmother, she was a waitress her whole life, and she told us a story one time. She was working at like a restaurant, and the lady was like, oh, 
can I put this in a doggy bag? And my grandmother, for some reason, thought that meant I'm going to feed this to my dog. So she pulled a bunch of random ass shit out of the trash can and put it in this bag for this lady being like, oh, the dog will like to eat all this old meat or whatever that we have laid around. <laughs> and she gave it to the lady and the lady was like, thanks, this will make a nice meal for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> One of the earliest stories I ever remember hearing. and I thought it was so funny. It stuck with me my whole life. Anytime anybody <laughs> says doggy bag, I think that. That belongs on Reader's Digest. That is like, yeah, that's a that's a Reader's Digest, this American Life submission. Mm-hmm. Life in these United States, or whatever the fuck it's called. That poor woman. Bag full of disgusting trash meat that my grandmother gave her. <laughs> oh, she's fine. It's her husband. It's for the husband. And did he really even care? No. Also, they're all long dead. It probably went fine. <laughs> a peek into the dining area found tuxedoed waiters serving patrons clad in their finest. Glittery chandeliers offered soft appetizing illumination as a violinist weaved from one party to the next. She smoothed her JCPenney department store flower print dress. Ooh, feeling like a pair of worn white pumps marching into a world of elegant stiletto heels. Mm. Good evening. The smiling raven-haired hostess was dressed in a stylish green gown and stiletto heels. Also from <laughs> JCPenney. It's a company town. No, from JC Dollar. Oh, wow. That's, Come on. That's rich. That's for the person stuff. I thought you go. I thought you both would be slapping your knees going nuts. Over uh, I'll, yeah, I'm going to have to think about that later and laugh then. Welcome to Mr. Peace. Your reservation is under what name? Uh, I'm not sure if my fiance made a reservation, Elizabeth said. He called me this afternoon in my workplace and I said I'd meet him here tonight. I see. JC Nickel. Is that oh, better? Am I still workshopping it? That is better, actually. Yeah, JC Nickel's better. Has, sounds better than JC Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goddamn. Take it back to the workshop. Put a, put some more, a couple more minutes into it, and maybe we'll get there. Sorry, go ahead. Unless your fiance is Mayor Christopher or columnist Herb Kane, we're booked solid for the next next six months. Perhaps you'd like to wait for him in our cocktail lounge. They got two tables tonight. We got two reservations tonight, and booked for six months. How does this make sense? Ten thousand dollars a plate. Wow, for the fifties. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louise. That's about $2 million. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll set you back. Elizabeth was seated at a small round table in the dimly lit lounge. She shifted several times in the chair, failing to get comfortable. A flickering candle encasing a glass lantern was centered on the tabletop. Clouds of cigarette smoke hovered over the room. A lone male wearing a blue suit occupied a stool at the bar. Behind the bartender, who was sporting a handlebar mustache, backlit shelf lighting showcased different brands of liquor. Like soldiers lined up for inspection at the far end of the room, two couples engaged in friendly social banter. Isolated in a middle row, an attractive twosome locked eyes with their hands joined in the middle of the Mm, table. Heavy petting. Palm, uh, palm rub. (laughs) (laughs) The old palm rub. That's as as hot as it got in 1955. It's the most erogenous zone in the body, they say. You you two touching palms, take that outside. A man with striking silver hair sat at the table next to Elizabeth and stared at a dainty Cherie glass in front of the empty seat across from him. An I like Ike button was fastened to his double-breasted brown suit jacket. I love it. Little detail puts us right in the 50s. Two years from now, Elizabeth would be nearing 30 years of age and Dwight D. Eisenhower will have fulfilled a second and last term as president. Okay, I know. A cocktail waitress wearing a dark shirt, white blouse and a black crossover bow tie hustled to the table. I know what everybody in this room's wearing, top to bottom. Well, what do you think? You like? Looks good. Honestly, yeah, you could do worse. You could learn a thing or two. If this was in 2022, it'd be like, this guy's wearing drop crotch sweatpants and flip-flops. And he was hot as hell. What's drop crotch? You've asked this on the show before, and I've the told you. The crotch is The crotch dropped. is dropped, my friend. <laughs> it's in the name. You drop the crotch, and you're done. Low crotch. Low crotch. And these are. this is something that you own? No, no. I keep my crotch nice and tight. I'm old. I'm, I'm millennial, dude. Drop crotch is the Gen Z's. He's not sling, slinging crotch. I'm not slinging crotch. I'm a, I, I'm a millennial. I keep it tight. I keep, I keep it all pent up. Business time for his crotch all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. It's like a rubber band ball. It's like so tight down there. <laughs> Elizabeth clutched her purse. <laughs> Only two items in her wallet had value a Texaco gas credit card and maybe enough loose change to purchase a ginger ale. They had gas credit cards in the 50s. I mean, I trust this author did the research, but what the fuck? Okay. She also had an iPhone. 
<laughs> Hi, I'm Brandy, the waitress said. What can I get you from the bar? Uh, I think I'll wait till my fiance arrives before Who's this ordering joker? a drink. This fiance's fucking up. Let her down. You got to get a drink while you're sitting there. You can't just sit there doing nothing. I don't think this guy's even coming. What did people do before they had cell phones? They just fucking sat there. He sat and stared stare at, the at the wall. Talk to strangers. <laughs> yeah, really? What do you do? That sounds ignorant. I guess but you like, read a newspaper, but... But seriously, if you went to like a restaurant and there we were waiting for somebody else and you didn't have anything to read, what did you do? You just look straight ahead? Take a nap? Thank God for cell phones, dude. What the fuck would I do without it? I mean, that also destroyed the world, but, you know, it's fun to look at while I got nothing to do. What did you do back in the 50s when you were walking down a hallway and somebody else was coming towards you? But you, you said hello. But you didn't want to like. <laughs> That's what the cell phone. That is honestly the best function of the cell phone. When you're forced to make an interaction with somebody you don't want to talk to just because you're in the same physical space, pop open the cell phone and pretend like I'm looking at something important. Walk right by. You used to have to be like, how are you? You just furrow your brow a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I make a face. Oh, jeez. The market, the markets are down. Oh, my emails are up and the market is down. <laughs> Sorry, gotta go. I say that when I pass by. Oh, spam emails. Sometimes at work, I'll walk by someone and they'll have two cell phones, one in each hand. That's no, overkill. That's overkill. No, 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 no. And they'll be looking at both of them. I'm like, that's that's too much. They're <laughs> calling each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, that's not good. That's a little, uh, yeah. That's, I, that's, you doth protest too much when you carry two cell phones down the hallway. I just need one to look like I'm busy. The gentleman sitting at the bar would like to buy you a drink. Brandy aimed her tray at the older man in the blue suit. He winked, pointed at Elizabeth, and then at his chest. Elizabeth emitted a low growl. (laughs) This wasn't the way she envisioned her big evening out. Her fiancé was late, leaving her unchaperoned for a middle-aged stranger to try and pick her up disgusting she raised her left hand adorned with the engagement ring and she slapped him across the jowls (laughs) (laughs) threw a drink in his face be gone sir you think I'd touch palms with the likes of you? She wiggled her fingers (laughs) at Wally the Wolf in Creep's clothing she's doing the the Dikembe Yeah, to Kevin Matambo. No, uh, no, uh, no. Uh. Please give the gentleman my thanks, but no thanks. Then warn him, my fiance will be joining me soon. He has an uncontrollable temper, along with black belts in judo, karate, jujitsu, and kickbutsu. And a gun. Yeah, revolver. <laughs> Watch out. Elizabeth ran her fingertip over the ring's small diamond. The only black belt her fiance owned was made from leather. But the waitress looked impressed. Sensible. So did the man in the blue suit after the waitress whispered in his ear to convey Elizabeth's message. Pardon me, miss. The silver-haired man turned to face Elizabeth. Your sense of humor may have been lost on the waitress and the chap sitting at the bar, but I found it most entertaining. Who are you, pervert? I told you my fiance's coming. No, I'm no pervert. I'm a zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) You got me all wrong, man. <laughs> I'm just a regular zaddy. I'm just the lo- the bar's local zaddy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean you no harm. Far be it for me to be an unsolicited Dear Abby advice expert, but if I may, I'd like to offer you a different perspective. Was the word perspective an older generation's way of conveying an opinion, or was this another flirt technique? She eyed him carefully. Well, at least he had been courteous about asking if he could propose his viewpoint. Hmm. She motioned... The gentleman's daddy. What say you? She motioned her consent with an open palm gesture. A pretty young lady shouldn't get annoyed by a man's flirt. Honestly, (laughs) Liz Taylor would be envious of your exquisite green eyes. Take offense when they stop flirting. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for the flattering remark and counsel. Believe it or not, this is the first time I've been in a bar unescorted. I'm not much of a drinker, and I haven't worn this much makeup since my high school senior prom. Yeah, I'm sure you'll feel much more at ease once your fiancé arrives. Yeah, Where is arrives. this guy? TikTok. Get over here, fiancé. I don't even know why he asked me to meet him here. Neither of us can afford an expensive restaurant like Mr. Bees. He's dumping Mr. Her. Beans. Mr. I, Beans. Did they have traffic back then? No. No traffic. So yeah, no excuse for this guy. Mm-mm. No traffic at all. 
wide open roads, big cars. Perhaps your fiance's intention is to celebrate special news with the person he loves, or could it be the opposite? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Did her fiance request meeting at this classy place so he could break off their engagement like they do in the movies? Or had the past finally caught up with her? Several deep breaths didn't calm the angst surging through her. How often do you and your wife come to Mr. B's? Elizabeth asked, noting the man's wedding band as well as the full glass in front of the vacant chair at his table. Oh, just once a year to celebrate our anniversary. Oh, how romantic. Happy anniversary. Are you also waiting for her to arrive? She, she's dead. Well, Margaret won't be joining me tonight or any other night. She's yep. in heaven. Oh, I thought you were going to say, hey, she's in hell. She's in hell, and I put her there. I still come to Mr. B's on our anniversary to honor her and her life together. I come I, here and I perv on young women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I come here in my finest zaddy suit. <laughs> And I give the young women a piece of my mind. The zoot suit zaddy is here again. What does zaddy mean? Um, Zexy daddy. Oh. I don't know. Hot daddy. That was a, a daddy who wore Zara. <laughs> no, it's like a MILF, but for dads. But that's a DILF, so I don't know. Is there a zaddy equivalent for moms? Zami? Uh, Z- Zama. That doesn't Zama. Work right. that, doesn't, that, is, that doesn't work right. Are you Googling in that, Kenny? She have a... Uh, He's just Googling your Zaddy. Eyes, eyes look Zaddy very is, curious. A, is a handsome, handsome, fashionable, sexy man with swag. Ooh. Oh, that's us. Three Zaddies. Or typically a guy who's older than you, but sexy AF. I think we recently did a rebrand, but I think everyone would be okay if we just rolled out Three Zaddies as, a, as the new podcast name and uh-huh. brand. Yeah, I, I'm into it. Well, Ganesha's about to be a real daddy. Two zaddies and a daddy. Could work. A daddy and his zaddies. Mm-hmm. We're due for a rebrand. It's been, what, two years? That's <laughs> what they say. Do it every two, one to two yep. weeks or years. Yeah. Keep, keep them guessing. You can't hit a moving target. Every time you rebrand, that's a fresh start to start spamming people and saying, like, have you heard of this podcast? Three zaddies. <laughs> That's gonna it gets worse and worse. All right, we done with this section. Or you got more. What's We're your fiance? Done. I just skipped forward a couple pages, and the waitress says your fiance just called Miss Harper. He said he's very sorry, but he's going to be much later than expected. Yada yada yada. I don't know. Let's just uh, let's stop there. All right, all right. Let's stop there. He says that's the name of the podcast. Soon you're going to be saying two daddies and the daddy. Let's pause here. Sorry, let's get out of here. Now I got to recoup. I got Twitter open in the background like a fucking fiend. Oh, no, come on, it. man. You're Let's... doing all sorts of bad behavior these days. You're fucking constantly <laughs> scratching your ass with that fucking back scratcher <laughs> you got. My ass. I'm scratching my back. Jeez, how Whatever. high do you think my ass is? You have a back scratcher? Yeah, yeah no, you... he's constantly using this shit. I never see this. You've never seen you me do, do this? this? Yeah, feels oh. good. If I have a back scratcher, use you got it. got Twitter open. You're fucking yawning. You're on your phone. I'm oh. sleeping. <laughs> Bad behavior, dude. <laughs> hey, it's a heading into year five. It's tough. You, gotta, you can't keep me in line anymore. I'm breaking bad. All right. Sorry. I'll shape up and ship out. Let's jump ahead. All right. We'll be right back with more of Stuffed. Thanksgiving will never be the same by Robert Davis. See you in a moment. All right, we're back, and I'm curious to know what happened to this freaking fiance. Let's uh, let's hear more. And stuffed Thanksgiving will never be the same by Robert Davis. Can you sh- can you read the book, please? Yeah, this is okay, chapter thank seven. Thanks, thank you. I'm not really sure where what's happening in the book. It does seem like yeah, the main character Elizabeth is still with the dude that she was she met at the bar. Oh, Zaddy. Hmm. Okay. His name is Holy. Holy? Holy. Holy. Holy? Zaddy. Yeah. Holy? Like Holy Father. H O L Y? Yes. Wow, that's a weird name. All right. Holy studied the cocktail coaster as if it contained a hidden message. There's still the damn restaurant. Is that right? I don't know, man. Jeez. What else is there to do? This book's nuts. All right. Maybe they're, they're at another bar. When is Thanksgiving? 
Okay, fine. Go ahead. I won't interrupt anymore. I'll be quiet for the next 45 minutes. It says 1958 Thanksgiving Eve. Still. Wait, I thought we were in 55. Nah, dude. What? Okay, my world's turned upside down. Holy studied the cocktail coaster as if it contained a hidden message. His forehead was creased, probably from trying to figure something out. Elizabeth tugged hard on his suit jacket sleeve. Did you find what you were looking for on the coaster, Holy? I was wondering what Slater's mindset was after dealing with that policeman and walking back to his car. Oh, this is going to be one of those books where we don't know anything that's happening. That's (laughs) That's fun. I can only assume an answer and it would be wrong. Elizabeth said, let me throw your question back at you. What's your opinion? Well, aside from what happened to Slater's parents when he was a child, here is a man who probably never experienced a bad day in his life until that Thanksgiving three years ago. Wait, 1950. Okay, whatever. I'm done trying to figure this out. I'll just listen. With his survival clock ticking, Slater has no idea who has the antidote that could save him. Somebody's poisoned? He couldn't depend on the police. His boyhood friend betrayed him. You, his girlfriend, probably wanted nothing to do with him. His editor, Paige, for some reason lied about him. And he wasn't even sure if he could trust his own brother. In football terms, a red penalty flag should have been thrown for piling on the poor guy. I know you said he was more than capable of fending for himself, but he had never been put in a life or death situation before. Is this her fiance? What do we think? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay. He's okay. All right. Was he about to abandon the struggle, throw in the towel and admit defeat, or was he ready to accept the challenge before him? Well, I can answer those two last questions by telling you what happened next, Elizabeth said. Well, by all means, please continue. All right. Slater would have bet his last dime Officer Eddie Rose was scowling at him when the patrol car coasted by. JC Dime. Oh, this is a flashback here. This is... uh. 1955 yeah. Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, okay. Nadoy. The whole vibe shifted. All right, cool. Okay. Flashback. Play the little flashback sound. Yeah, you got a flashback sound? Mm-hmm. And here it is. Slater would have bet his last dime Officer Eddie Rose was scowling at him when the patrol car coasted by. He settled onto his jerry-rigged driver's seat and followed Eddie until the cruiser's taillights disappeared. Was the whole damn town part of an alliance against him? He was probably being paranoid, but he wouldn't chance his last dime on it. The headlights beamed a clear path ahead. Worn windshield wipers scraped against the glass in a rhythmic beat, sending beads of water scurrying to both sides. <laughs> oh yeah, drop the bass. He never bothered to turn the radio back on, but the lyrics to a rock and roll song resonated inside his head. Oh, give me the beat, boy, free my soul. <laughs> That's a, a little anachronistic. Like, ain't nothing but a hound. Uh, what is the rock in 1950s? Like the fucking hey, ch- uh, chubby checker? I Johnny the Cash? Twist? Nah, well, maybe. 50s? I don't think so. Elvis? I don't even think uh, so. What's this? Um, chubby checker. Lionel, no. Uh, little, Lionel Richie. Uh, no. Little, little Richard. <laughs> little Richard. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. That was like the one rock and chubby roll song. Chubby checker. Mm-hmm. You don't know who chubby checker is? Fucking out here not knowing chubby checker. You fucking dip. You don't know Chubby Checker, bro? You don't know Drop Crotch and you don't know Chubby Checker? How do you not? You got to know one or the other. <laughs> you can't be on both sides of the ignorant spectrum of age. exist on Mars? You can usually know things that happened between 1988 and 2006. <laughs> so you're my brain stopped working. Chubby Checker. El- who's Elvis Presley? What are Drop Crotch? What's the Harlem Shake? <laughs> All right. Well, do your research after the show. He had a lot to fear. I just looked him up. Were you happy with what you saw? He's still alive. That's pretty I know. cool. He did the twist and he's still alive. The guy who, you know, the twist, right? Yeah. Come on, baby. Is that how it goes? You're thinking, Ganesha's confused because he's thinking of twist and shout, which is. It's not twist and shout. I'm not, thinking, I'm not thinking twist and shout. You're thinking of the twist? I'll play the twist in my wedding for you. I'll get the DJ to say this one's for Ganesha Sarma. Biggest chubby checker fan in uh, the contiguous United States. You could probably get chubby checker. I probably could. He's, I honestly, what does it cost to get Chubby Checker at your wedding? Probably not too much. How much money does he have? How much money could you make off the twist? Probably a lot. But those back in those days, they signed little dinky contracts. You looking up Chubby Checker's net worth? Yes. 
four million dollars. That's pretty That's good. Not that much. He could he could stand to come to a wedding. That's <laughs> true. Ten thousand for a night. Come on, chubby. You'd give this man ten thousand dollars. Hey, that money in our Patreon account's burning a hole in our wallets. Let's get Chubby Checker on the horn. He's eighty-one. Mm-hmm. He's got four kids. He's five foot eleven. Okay. He's married, or he was. He's divorced. If she's, if she's still alive, I don't know if she's still. Alive. Wow, he's potentially a widower. Did and also the like the fifth most requested question: Did Chubby Checker come to Australia? And he did in 1963. Hey, that was monumental. It was like the reverse Beatles when they came to America. When Chubby Checker went to Australia, it was pandemonium. The Chubby Invasion. Bigger than Jesus, they said. Chubby's here. All right, go on. Did you know? I just, I had to go to the controversies section. Of Chubby Checker? Yeah. But it's actually nothing that he did that was problematic. It was other people that did problematic stuff to him. Something did stuff to him? Somebody hurt Chubby? He had to sue HP. He sued Hewlett Packard. Hewlett. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) For what? They stole his designs for the personal computer? He sued him over (laughs) an application that used his name. Wow. ChubbyChecker.exe. The application before being pulled... (laughs) <laughs> was used to unscientifically estimate penis size from shoe size. <laughs> Chubby Checker? That's great. No way. That's fucking funny. Wow. Hewlett Packard made that app? The I Chubby think you're, Checker. You're getting duped, dude. That's not really on Wikipedia. Where are yeah. you at? Nah, dude. In 2013, Checker sued HP and HP links to Hewlett Packard. Oh, God. What's saying Hewlett? Hewlett. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Hewlett. That's going on the list. What do you, if you say Hewlett like that, what do you say? How do you say Mountain Dew? Do you say Mountain Dew? Yeah, wait. Who's saying wait. it wrong in your mind? Me or Ganesh? Do Hewlett. Do. 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 It's do and it's Hewlett. All right. Let's get back on track here. Enough chubby talk. <laughs> Chubbychecker.exe is great. Uh huh. Run it. If you're still in the market for kids' names, Ganesh, that. Chubby <laughs> yeah, Chubby Sarma could be good. That'd be a funny nickname for a little kid. Hey, Chubby. Probably would do terrible damage on their mental health. Right. Well, not if he balanced it out by making his middle name Slim. Chubby Slim Sarma. Slim, Slim Sarma's a pretty cool. If you had a, two kids named Chubby and Slim, that would be pretty good. <laughs> Slim Sarma is a sick name. Slim Chub. Hey, now. that's You gotta use the Chubby Checker app. <laughs> See how slim your chub is. He had a lot to fear, including not a hint as to which person he should deal with first. Slater pulled over to the curb. Doctor Sim Spy Duty. Excuse me. Duty. Uh, duty. Mm-hmm. D o o d i. Duty. 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 Followed suit by parking behind him. The street sign name on the corner caused Slater to take a second look. Stuffed Lane had been named for. <laughs> former Bobsville mayor Phil Stuffed before the mayor became an ex-mayor after being arrested for stuff in his pockets that, with the Is that duty down funds. on Stuffed Lane? <laughs> I'm sorry, the mayor got arrested for stuff in his pockets? With embezzled city funds. Uh, damn. Not with, not with the... Not with duty. Not with duty. 749 on the dashboard clock. Gone forever were 19 invaluable minutes. Slater could never get back since he left Dr. Sin's office. His time, maybe his life, was ticking away at supersonic speed and he didn't have a plan. Slater rocked back and forth on the canister. More often than not, folks would facilitate things for him without his even asking. Up until today, he never considered the drawbacks of living an entitled life since childhood. There's a lot of words. It's a lot of words, dude. It's uh, <laughs> it's dense. It's real dense and dry, and I'm having a hard time. Dense and dry like a Thanksgiving turkey. Ooh. Ooh. You like a turkey? No. Oh. I'm booing had, that. Booing the... De- I never had good turkey. I feel like somebody out there must make good turkey. And ain't my mom. <laughs> Sorry. Those- Sorry, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys on the on the football show always uh, throw them in the deep fryer. <laughs> Sorry, those guys on the football show always throw them in the deep fryer. It's good. That's sentence heaven. <laughs> they do though. 
And they always add extra legs to it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but then you always see those people online who do the deep fryer and it, like it explodes their house. It burns their house down. It yeah, must be good if it's that dangerous. If you're willing to burn your house down for it, it's gotta be good. I'd eat a deep fried turkey for sure. Can you that seems like something you'd you'd do once in your life? I feel like I could see you deep frying a turkey. I feel like I would be more likely to smoke it. I feel like you yeah, like a blunt. Yeah, roll that shit up. No, like in like a put on a rotisserie, throw it under some on some charcoal. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, slow roast it for like I don't know eight hours. Okay, get some hickory I, chips in there or something. I, I don't dare know. you to do it. You won't do it for us. Are we skipping ahead? Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's stop there. This section was like tryptophan. Put me in nap mode. Let's move on. We'll jump ahead now <laughs> to the next section of stuffed, named for former mayor Phil Stuffed of Bobsville. Of Bobsville. Duty, Phil Stuffed, Bobsville. We'll be right back. See you around the bend. All right, we're back. It's stuffed, and uh, we're reading it. Here we go. Ganesh, go now. This is still the flashback. Thanksgiving Day, 1955. How long is the book? Sorry. How long yeah, is the how many How many pages? 225 pages. Oh, it's a shorty. A little shorty. You put that in the chubby checker. Get a 0.4%. That's <laughs> yes, a tiny, teeny tiny chubby. All I want out of this is a food scene. Yes. Food. Find us food. Can you control F? Uh, food. Lovely meal. Yeah. Candlelight, candlelit meal. Dessert. Dessert, yeah, pun- pumpkin pie with an I end. Searched for turkey. Yeah, give us turkey, juicy turkey. Search sweet potato casserole. Search yams, mushrooms, yams. Are mushrooms a thing? No, not really. Mushrooms are a thing. I had some tonight. Yeah, but but for Thanksgiving, no, not. I mean, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of mushrooms for Thanksgiving, but you know, everybody's got their own little. Every, there's always every Thanksgiving, every family's Thanksgiving has one side that everybody else is like, "What the fuck?" Do yeah, you eat that on Thanksgiving, ham, ham's Christmas meat. Ham is a side. Yeah, a side of ham. You're, you're not the turkey above haters. It. You're not above it. You're, you're not above a side of ham. <laughs> Honey baked ham. I want to go to a diner and eat ham off like the bone. Yeah, you got it on the bone. I'll ask. Like, a, like a cartoon ham. Do you have a big ham on a big bone? I <laughs> get to eat. Do you have those grapes that I could dangle the whole vine into my mouth and then the vine would just come out? Yeah. And all the grapes would be off. Yum. That sounds good to me. That's dinner. Mutton? You have any mutton? You got any mutton, Ganesh? Control what you F over there. Mutton? Control F mutton. <laughs> Veal? I'm just going to roll with this page I got. Ugh. Okay, whatever. Slater dashed to the front door entrance after a lightning quick shower and changed into a clean pair of Levi's. Ooh, nice. Squeaking. 501s. Long sleeve, button down, plaid shirt, jacket, and Converse sneakers. Damn, cool. Timeless. Got a Fonzie on our hands. Would he regret taking the time to look presentable instead of seeking an antidote to the poison he ingested? What's with all this poison? <laughs> somebody fill me in. I got poison and I could go search for an antidote, but I think I'm going to take a quick shower, pop on some Converse and some Levi's and go for a walk. Well, I mean, if you're going to die, you want to look good. I want to look hot in my Vi's, my Levi's. Tapered. Rhoda was busy swabbing away Slater's trail of mud with a mop as he approached the entryway. You fellas leave a big trail of mud. <laughs> I've been known to. His tennies skidded on the... <laughs> that's why we call him the mud slug. That's what they call <laughs> me. God. That's what they call me around these parts. His tennies skidded <laughs> on the wet linoleum, but he managed what? to stay upright and slide to open the front door. My trail. My slippery trail. Hey, leave the trail. I like to look at it. At least he was now privy to why Rhoda lied, although he had mixed emotions about her reason. She had been willing to hurt him to get what she wanted, which made her excuse difficult for him to swallow. Yet, if he put himself in Rhoda's place for a moment, he could see why she would stoop to making up the falsehoods about him. Wow. So people, people out here are talking crap, huh? Talking crap on our guy. Miserable little gossips of Bobsville. What's his name? Uh, Slater. Hootie? Oh. Hootie, Hootie Slater, I think his name is. Would Slater have been this understanding if Rhoda had first approached him with her dilemma instead of lying and poisoning him? No. Nor did he know for sure if Rhoda would give him the antidote if she possessed it. Everyone's pretty chill about this poisoning. Can't be very fast acting. How sure was he that she didn't have the antidote? 
Duty's truck was parked under a street light. <laughs> Duty! Hey, Duty! Hey, Duty, you got that antidote? Duty, you got that antidote down there? <laughs> no, sir. No, no, no. I forgot it. Warren stood in the street, <laughs> thrusted a forefinger into Duty's open window while Excuse his mouth... Excuse me? You don't put a finger in that, Duty. He's gonna pull it. While his mouth <laughs> flapped up and down like a machine running at top speed, the mud mask on Duty's face... What? <laughs> Couldn't veil a complexion as pale as a bed sheet. These words are all great in this order. Duty leaned his torso <laughs> toward the passenger side and pushed the walkie-talkie in his hand toward Warren as a means for Doctor Sin to hear angry rhetoric from Slater's brother. Breaker, breaker, duty here. Get your ears on. <laughs> My mud mask is slipping. <laughs> duty out. <laughs> over and out, duty. Duty over and out here. Oh no, Warren, stop. Slater ran into the street and attempted to push Warren away from Duty's truck, but it was like trying to move a freezer full of frozen beef. More than ever, I appreciate you're trying to protect me, but you're hurting me. Remember what I told you before, I have to do this alone. No one, including you, big brother, can assist me. Please go inside and help your wife clean up the mess I made. I left a big mud trail in there. <laughs> Get in there and lap it up. Before Warren could justify his actions, Slater placed a forefinger against his lips and pointed to the walkie-talkie. Hush, brother. Hush. Warren <laughs> grunted and nodded. He backed away from Duty's truck on his way to the house. <laughs> Sorry, Duty's truck is like an all-time Yeah, it's just a good icon. couple of words. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than Duty's truck. It's not even, I can't even go to sentence heaven. It's not a sentence. It's just word heaven. We should have a shirt that just says Duty's truck. Yeah, that should go on the Teespring or whatever we use. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Duty's Picture of like an old truck with Duty's truck. My other car is Duty's truck. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker. Yada, 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 yada. Cool. Missing valuable stuff. Keep here. going. Skip, skip, skip. Wow. Skip. Oh, take us right it, to the end. This is the process, skip. folks. This is how it's <laughs> master at work. Let's. This is how he's gonna read. This is how he's gonna read to his kid. <laughs> yada yada yada. Skip skip skip. Bing bang bong. Good Let's night, moon. The stop end. And there. Goofus is correct again. Yeah, Goofus is king. You say let's stop there. Let's stop there. All Ooh. right. At least we got Duty's truck out of that. Yeah, that's good stuff. How many more sections we got here? Uh. I mean, normally it would be two more, but I, I kind of just want to skip to the end. That's fine. And then if we got some extra time, we can just hang out and talk. No, we're at <laughs> we're we're over time here. We're, this is going to be just fine. One more section, I think. Listen, thanks. Everybody's listening to this around the table at Thanksgiving. They want to get to dessert. Let's wrap this puppy up. Put a bow on it. This is going to be like when Santa comes out at the end of the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. It's gonna yeah, be like, like a nice big hot pie. Yeah. It's going to be like Christmas time is here at the end of this episode. All right, you ready? Let's jump. We'll be right back with more Stuffed. All right. Okay. Let's go. This is Stuffed. This is Stuffed. Thanksgiving will never be the same by Robert Davis, the author of Stuffed. You ready to read Stuffed? What are you doing? Fucking calisthenics? Oh, he's got this. He's got a good form. Stretching, so stretching out my my shoulders a little bit. Arms up, side to side. It's good yeah, form. Like the wacky inflatable tube man. All right, let's go. Congratulations, Slater. I'm assuming the manuscript you submitted to the publisher is "What If" the novel Page wanted so badly. Holy said. Ironically, no, holy. All of my submissions of what if were rejected by agents and publishers. Right, he's meeting holy, the zaddy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're back in the present time and uh -huh. he has arrived. Yep. And he's still alive. If Paige only knew, I finally shelved it and wrote another novel. Well, I look forward to purchasing and reading your book. What's it to called? <laughs> it's called Stuff. What's based it called? <laughs> it's called Duty's Truck. It's called Stuffed, based on a true story about the enabled man from a small town who had one hell of a Thanksgiving day. Ah. Uh, this is that book? We're reading it? Does this mean you're going to quit your job and write novels full time? Elizabeth asked and then turned to Holy. Slater's teaching golf pro at the Olympic Club golf course. Oh, okay. Who knew? 
He's teaching golf pro at the Olympic Club Golf Course. <laughs> you heard him? Don't make him say it again. <laughs> Not until you receive the librarian position. And it's very I get, simple, okay? And I you know get what the publisher's said. advance check. <laughs> I believe champagne is in order. This one is on me, Slater. Actually, my brother, the liquor rep that sells Mr. B's most of their booze. What? His brother's the liquor rep? Yeah, for Mr. B's this food. Is, this might set the record for the least I know about a book we've read. <laughs> I don't, I, everything is a surprise, even till the very end. Ordering a bottle of champagne makes everybody happy, including my brother. Oh, that's really nice of you, Holy, but it would be our pleasure to treat you with part of our celebration. Elizabeth looked at Slater as if he'd lost his mind. Did he rob a bank before he got here? How embarrassing would it be if he was depending on her to help pay for it? She looked at her hands. Do they really make people wash dishes if a customer can't pay? Well, what did you say to the managing editor, Slater? Holy asked. Where do I sign? Slater waited until they stopped <laughs> laughing. The good voice acting. I like the way you said that. Sounded believable. I appreciate that. Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> Just a little compliment for you. Actually, there was a lot of back and forth. They want to change a few things in my story. I was representing myself without an agent, which is probably not a good idea. But then I told him I'd like my attorney to look over the contract before I sign it. Do you happen to know any good literary attorney that you can recommend? Right here in Bobsville? Yeah, I know a dozen. Well, as a matter of fact, I do. One of my brothers is an attorney. He even represents several artists, including writer. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> he's teaching golf pro at Olympic Golf Field Stadium. Well, how many brothers you got? <laughs> okay. Is this, is this the book or is Ganesh having a stroke? You, you got a carbon monoxide alarm in there? <laughs> Ganesh is still on page one of this book. He's just been, this is off the top. Explains duty truck. <laughs> yeah. Approached brilliance with duty's truck. I'd love to hear what their names are. Slater had to wait until they stopped giggling. Well, I don't understand the joke. I have seven brothers. Jim, Bill, Bob, Ken, John, Tom, and Fred. We're all laughing because Elizabeth asked me the same question. Not only that, <laughs> Holy promised to buy us dinner if I could guess his last name. He says it goes well with his first name. Fuck. <laughs> Holy Fuck. <laughs> Could be. Brandy placed three champagne glasses on the table. She popped the cork and poured, then placed a bottle in an ice bucket. They raised their glasses. I think it's whole. Holy hole. <laughs> they raised their glasses to do the clinking bit. Here's hey, break out the sound effect. Remember that episode where they were clinking the glasses every two seconds? That was really funny. <laughs> that was old. That was a good, that's a good memory. Oh, man. Here's to new friends. I wish you both great health success in your careers and a happy marriage thanks mr fuck yeah like <laughs> the one i had with my dear margaret margie fuck hey i got one last margaret question for fuck. you slater sorry sorry i'm doing this i got one last question for you slater did you make good on your promise to eliminate eddie rose's goat moniker <laughs> Excuse me? What the fuck? I don't know, dude. I did. I, I sure did, Slater said. The following spring, I set up our team reunion at the Bobsville High School football fields to reenact that last play again. Most of the original team was on the field. Family and friends were in the stands. The stadium I, clock was set to show five seconds left in the game. This is one of those episodes where the format of our show really is exposed. As we I called it. Broke I called the it. huddle and went into the same formation. I barked out signals, took the snap from the center, faded back to pass, pumped the fake toe. Uh, Pump the fake to Rudy and lob the pass to Eddie in the end zone. And guess what? Eddie dropped the ball again. The whole okay. team fell down laughing. 
Idiot. Booze and jeers came from the stands. Eddie complained the pass was soft, and I got everyone to huddle up again, and we ran the same play as before. <laughs> now, this time, Eddie caught the ball, and there was a thunderous cheer from the crowd. Eddie was carried off the field on his teammates' shoulders as a hero. We ran that play 14 times, and Eddie dropped it every time. Well, that's a wonderful way to resolve that issue. Holy reached into his coat pocket and... <laughs> Holy didn't sound like he was listening to that. Yeah, it sounds good to me. <laughs> and Whatever. removed a handful of business cards. This is my brother Tom's business card. The law firm he works at is for is here in the city. <laughs> I'll talk to Thomas tomorrow over turkeys. Well, make sure to tell him I sent you. The end. No, we got to know this dude's name. I need some fucking closure here. Thank you, Holy. Oh, oh, his name is Thomas Samoli, attorney at law. Oh, my God. Holy Holy Samoli. You're Holy Samoli. Yeah, Samoli is my last name. And the two of you were my guests for dinner. Crickets. Uh, <laughs> that was a thunderous round of applause around the Thanksgiving table. <sighs> it ends with them eating some Brussels sprouts. Wow. Oh. Not what I would pick for Thanksgiving. Good evening, love Mr. Samoli and it's guests. still happening? The tuxedoed waiter handed out the menus. My name is Dylan, and I'll be taking your orders. Oh, God, Dylan. Before I introduce <laughs> tonight's entrees, I highly recommend our special appetizer that comes... With an unbelievable... <laughs> shut up. I want to tell this writer to shut up. Unbelievable tangy mustard sauce. Tangy? Oven roasted crispy Brussels sprouts. The end. All right. The end. Wow. It uh, ended on that uh, order of Brussels sprouts. Okay. Well, I apologize to everybody. Hey, that's just Thanksgiving for you. You're excited, and then by the end, you're tired. You're, you're welcome for duty's truck, though. That's an all-timer. Well, that was something, huh? Yeah, 10 out of 10. Great. <laughs> just another perfect weekend episode. That's why we're hitting the big time. No notes. That's like why they pay no us notes. the big bucks. Uh-huh. Patreon.com slash let's stop there. <laughs> yeah, five bucks. You get more of this shit. Five bucks a month or <laughs> save a little bit money and pay for a year up front. Save a little bit money. Okay, it was good use the whole time. <laughs> save, li- save a little bit of money. <laughs> Good lord, let's log off. Let's log off. It's time to go. Time to go check these election returns. Holy oh. Samoli. Was it spelled with a C? Was yes. it supposed to be? Okay. I just don't trust you. Unreliable. I don't trust you at all. All right, that was great. Good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you enjoy your freaking turkey. This is probably the last one that comes out before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. Okay. No. no? All right. Hey, whatever you say, boss. There's going to be a Patreon coming out. Oh, oh patreon.com slash all that stuff there you get another bonus thanksgiving episode five bucks a month or saves the money pay for it all <laughs> save for a year up front dude all right Ganesha's having Ganesha's, there's a gas leak in there we gotta get Ganesha out of that room all right we're done thanks to chris Lindquist for our art thanks to morris Reese for our music look on Ganesha's face looks like he's about to pass out or something he's not doing too hot <laughs> Uh, thanks to you for listening. You can find us at letstopthere.com. Hit us up on social media and make a book request. We will try our best to honor it. Give us a phone call, 567-309-0357. Leave us a voicemail. We will read it on the show. Read it. We'll listen to it. And we'll reply to it, probably. But you heard it already twice. Let's say it again. Patreon.com slash there. Give us money. We'll give you extra episodes. And you can join our Discord and talk shit to our faces. And there's nothing we can do about it because you're a paying customer. And the customer's always right. That's it. That's all. We'll catch you next week. Oh, again, alert. Can you get the sound of the circle alert from Netflix? The circle alert. Ganesha's having a baby. Well, his wife's having a baby. He did the easy part. Wife's having a baby. He's going to be absent for a while. Taking a month off in December, at least. So we're going to probably not have... Well, we're definitely not going to have new episodes. It remains to be seen. If, are you going to release old episodes or something, Ganesh? Or no, we're not going to be doing shit for this summer. It's just radio silence from Let's Stop Their RSS feed. I'll probably release a couple old Patreons or something. When the baby's asleep, just hit publish. Or, yeah, there's nothing new doing for December. If you subscribe to the Patreon, we're going to pause the subscriptions. Might be a good time to get it on the ground floor. Listen to the backlog. You know what I'm saying? You still got to pay for a month. It's, it's not free. You, you, you do have for to. One you month. do have to pay for a month. It's one month. 
Almost five, free. It's $5 is almost free, basically. If you sign up now, you pay the $5, then you don't have to pay next month. That's true. That's true. Sign up right now, right this second. It could be yours, all of it. My empire of dirt. All right, <laughs> let's finish it up. Let's wrap it up. That's the end. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll catch you next time on Let's Stop There. Bye-bye. Yeah.